day and welcome to Holding Fast. Welcome to the pastor study of Joel Nason. I trust that today you're having a great opportunity to be able to serve the Lord and to labor where he's put you and just be a trophy of his grace. It is a wonderful privilege to be able to serve uh, the Lord of heaven and earth. And so I welcome you today and meditate for a few moments on the Word of God from Galatians chapter 5. It's actually a series that I had begun several weeks ago when uh, we were during the, the thick of the pandemic and everybody seemed to be locked down a great deal more. And we all found ourselves in positions of having to labor sometimes in a difficult situation. And it was a reminder to me, it was a great reminder in an article by a man named Scott Hubbard who really highlighted this as one of the fruits of the Spirit for a genuine believer. He wrote an article entitled, Faithfulness in Forgotten Places, Why Small Obedience Matters to God. And it really struck a chord in me. And I wanted to highlight that article from him and 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 uh, add my own observations to it that would be helpful, I think, to God's people. So I'm taking this podcast today to just make sure that we understand that God's work through the Holy Spirit is always active in those who are genuine believers. Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 and 23 tells us specifically that the fruit of the Spirit is something that's produced within us and prepares us to be able to be uh, greater servants of the living Lord Jesus Christ. So growing in that fruit is vital. Uh, sometimes it's a tough time that he puts us in so that we that fruit might be produced in a more effective way. Uh, for instance, if he wants you to grow in the fruit of love, he may give you an enemy to enable you to work through that kind of conflict. Uh, to grow in the fruit of faithfulness, he may actually send you to a forgotten place. He may call you to labor in a place that goes unnoticed. It may be obscure. He may It may be where people don't seem to be watching. Maybe you're engaged in some work that is unthanked, uh, unseen. You may labor among diapers and dishes or cubicles and emails, or maybe in some unfruitful mission field that God's called you to. Maybe it seems that you have rebellious children or a love that has cooled for a spouse. All of us live in forgotten places sometimes. Some live there all the time. But we labor in those places where it seems like it's just not being noticed and there's a drudgery there that seems to creep in and we find it difficult for us to keep the the joy of the Lord as our strength. Drudgery is a disciple. Uh, He goes into that in the article that we should be aware of underestimating the spiritual strain of monotony and seemingly unrewarded toil. Uh, The daily duties in forgotten places can be small, but they do pile up over months, and um, it uh, it can become a very difficult place to live in that supernatural grace of God 24 hours a day to go through the drudgery of ignored existence as a disciple of Christ. But I want to suggest to you that um, there is always something to be learned from this. In truth, the forgotten places, even though they seem like a wilderness at times, many days will come when you find yourself searching for something to keep you going, some water from the rock, but you're going to find it not in the forgotten place itself, but in the God who sent you there, the one who's with you, the one who sustains you. The one that provides the water for you, as the Lord did 
for the uh, children of Israel in the desert as they wandered. Water from the rock, God will meet you there. And we learned that in this series. And I want to go on and build on that because we look at God's providence in blooming where uh, he has planted you. We look at the responsibilities that are in front of us in tough times during life, and we wonder, how in the world did I get here? How did I wander into this wilderness of drab days and 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 hidden obedience and this perpetual responsibility to be able to be faithful? And we often will spend our time in backward glances, looking back at our past and wondering if I missed a turn somewhere. Uh, we look at how we um, we we remember uh, that our life situation is not ultimately just a matter of chance, because that's important to remember that there's not necessarily even of mistakes that you've made, but it's a, a place where God has put you uh, and it's his assignment for you. Uh, and to be sure, that shouldn't take away our responsibility to make wise choices and wise decisions that we ought to live faithfully in making the the uh, the uh, uh, choices that we make today in light of the wisdom that we get from God's word, that everything is from his hand, whether, whatever it might be. He gives you the faith. He gives you uh, a specific ministry. He gives you a particular life. He's placed you in a spot, and it's important for you to remember that you can look at your responsibilities that are in front of you anywhere you are right now. And that doesn't mean that God might not provide an improved situation a little bit later on, but he's put you where you are right now. And you can look at the responsibilities and you can say with a measure of relief, my father's hand has led me here. And this is where I am right now, so I'm going to please him in what I say and do. It is God's pleasure. He not only sends you to the forgotten places, he'll meet you there. When you labor in seeming obscurity, Psalm 139 reminds us that our Lord is always present, that he'll meet you there. He is near when your work that you do day in and day out uh, seems to go unnoticed by every human eye. It does not escape his. He catches every whispered prayer, every groan of your heart, and he stands ready to mark that smallest task that you perform in faith. And so I want to suggest to you that God delights not mainly in the greatness of your work and its earth-shattering importance, but he really does delight in the faithfulness of the worker. Uh, that's what that fruit of the Spirit is all about in Galatians chapter 5. What else could explain the New Testament's insistence that even the lowest, uh, most invisible members of society are serving the Lord when they walk faithfully in their callings? Missionary Hudson Taylor, as I've remarked before, was fond of saying, a little thing is a little thing, but faithfulness in little things is a great thing whether it's cooking a meal or filling a spreadsheet or buying groceries or wiping a child's nose, all of those things, if done faithfully for Christ's sake, become greater than all the triumphs and trophies of an unbelieving world. Now, once we have traced God's providence in the past and felt his pleasure in the present, uh, he wants us to consider the future. One day, all the re our obedience will be rewarded by him. Many Christians actually end up imagining Judgment Day and assuming that it's going to be a great, uh, a, a great gathering and falling of God's judgment on acts of sin and, 
and um, and so on, and surely it will, but that's not all that's going to be. It's interesting that when Jesus was uh, and his apostles speak of that day of judgment day, they often fo- focus on life's ordinary journeys and ordinary moments. On the day of judgment, Matthew chapter 12 says, uh, uh, people will give account for every careless word they speak. And on the other hand, God will reward his people for the smallest good works they do by his grace. What are some small good works that you're going to do today? He says in Matthew chapter 6 that giving to the needy, praying in your closet, fasting in a secret place, Matthew chapter 6 talks about even giving a cup of cold water to one of Christ's disciples in Matthew chapter 10. Um, We are all going to appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that everyone can receive what is due for what he's done. Uh, And I want to remind us today that in Ephesians, he clarifies the kind of good he has in mind that we would do. Not just extravagant good, not above average good but whatever good that we do. Come Judgment Day, every scrap of obedience will find its fitting reward, living and dying in forgotten places. You may be living in a, uh, uh, an obscure spot right now, but remember that that's not the scale of uh, judgment that is in God's eyes. In reality, many of God's people in fact, will not know the true worth of what they've done for Christ until Christ himself tells them, as it says in Matthew 25, verse 37, laboring in those places. I trust that today you're in a, wherever you are in your place, that you're going to determine in your heart not to allow the drudgery of discipleship and of being obedient in the small matters to God. Don't allow it to distract you or to discourage you because God takes note that one day your reward will be great. I'm praying for you. It's good to have spent time with you. Uh, Remember who you belong to and walk 